It is a known fact I came here not looking for a boy, but for a man. Everybody take a seat. So today we're gonna put them to the test. Really excited for today's date. I'm looking for a grown ass man, okay? <laughs> this week on The Bachelorette, we went to a school? Who could have seen that coming? Plus there was some wrestling, a new villain, a lot of fighting, and finally some Dr. Joe. Let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We are here today to talk about some grown ass men, or are they? Woo-hoo! And I, <laughs> I am joined by Brett Bergara. Hi, Brett. How are you? Hello. I thought I, uh, I kind of like jumped in. I jumped the gun a little bit. I was no uh, you were, like doing the setup, and I just ran in. You're a real Bennett, you know, jumping the gun, trying to get some some time. Yeah, to no, talk. no, exactly. Listen, yeah, you got to take advantage of all moments. <laughs> so, yeah, it's me. Brett, would you classify yourself as a grown ass man? Um, you know, I feel like if you call, if you call yourself a grown ass man, it's kind of like if you call yourself a nice guy, it's like, as soon as you call yourself that, I feel like it invalidates it. Yeah. I feel like it invalidates it immediately. So I'm going to say no, although I try my darndest to be. (laughs) I, uh, I wish I had done a counter. I'm going to do this for the B side this week of the number of times I said grown man. It was like the theme (laughs) of the episode was grown man, but it was like the most overwrought theme possible it was just a lot we'll talk all about the grown man challenge of course there was chasen and ed chasen versus that i should say and then the wrestling date which <laughs> that's just a lot a lot to discuss but again let's start yeah. with the grown man challenge although actually before that i was like very confused i was like where do we leave off and is there a rose ceremony coming wasn't that weird yeah i mean i feel like when they've brought Tasha in, it's just really disrupted off. the rhythm of how the show is. Yeah. And I think we'll eventually course correct, but it's like, I kind of feel like we, we sort of drove around an iceberg and now we're just like driving the ship, like left and right, trying to, you know, just find balance and we'll eventually get to the point where it's a standard episode that we think of, but yeah, it's still, it's a little, uh, there's a lot of like whiplash that I'm feeling in the what? structure. Yeah, like one rose ceremony in the middle of the episode. Three guys went home. I think they were all new guys. It was Montel. It was another guy whose name was like, I forget, can't remember. It was like Charles from, he's also from Boston. And one other guy too, who I'm blanking on right now. But I was just like, okay, none of these guys even spoke on the show. And just like, why did they even come? (laughs) Yeah, just like they show up for, you know, like one week, if if that. You know, that's the thing. I don't even really know how long they've been here. I know. So it's like, well... All right. 
Enjoy the flight home, guys. At least you don't have to quarantine yeah, anymore. No, I Although, guess. you know, when you leave a, a reality show, like, or any kind of like contained environment, you're like, yes, I get my phone back, or like, oh, I can do all this stuff. When you leave The Bachelor, it's like, okay, you do get your phone back, but like, then what else? Like, there's still just have to quarantine, but at home or something. Yeah. Well, I also think too, like, if you're someone in the very beginning, I guess, you know, I guess like there is that craving to get your phone back, no matter who you are, even if I'm yeah. like away from my phone for a couple of hours, I'm craving it. So there's probably that, that same level of just wanting to see what's going on with the world. But if you're eliminated first week, you know, it's like, you're not going to have like the same fever awaiting you. You know, if totally. you're like a, a final four contestant, you know, you're going to really want that phone back and see like, all right, where, how many followers do I have now? What are like the, the tabloids writing about me? Yeah. All that sort of thing. You can really jump into Does this Reality new Steve world. know about me yet? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what's his take, you know? <laughs> Seriously, we're going to talk about Reality Steve and the other Bachelor rumors that are swirling at the end of this episode. But let's get into the Grown Man Challenge, finally. First yeah, of all, sounds good. Grown Man Challenge, two things really jumped out at me at first. First of all, they were in a school. And I was just like, did they bring <laughs> desks into La Quinta? But I think, no, I think they went to a school. What did you think about that location? Did it, did it catch your eye? Uh, you know, now that you mention it, it's like, oh yeah, like that's a little weird. And I, it's weird that I didn't catch it while watching. I mean... Well, it was a classic bachelor date. Yeah, maybe at like La Quinta Resort, they, uh, you know, it's like a really... They, they got the works, you know, how like some hotels, they have sure. like this kind of room for a conference and this, you know, maybe they just have like a little baby school in La Quinta. They just have the works, but I think <laughs> it's more what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's more what you're, what you're getting at where I, I definitely think there's a theme as we've even gone along in Claire's season, especially with Tasha coming on, where we're starting to see the producers pushing the bounds of what we thought their bounds were when it came to COVID. You know, I think we initially thought it was all going to be um, at the resort, but then you even see these clips that are coming up in the season later on where they're definitely not at the resort anymore. So it's like, Oh, yeah. so like, are we just like, how, do, how is this? What are the semantics here? How are we doing this? Yeah. So I think they did go to a school. I was just like, there's no way they brought in desks and chairs like that. They were so specific yeah. to the educational yeah. environment. I was just like, they have to be at a school. I was surprised yeah. by that, but it also made sense. It was July or August. Yeah. Like, school is not in use. I mean, yeah, I guess you can just like barge on in and, you know, no one's really been there for a while. So may as well take yeah, advantage I know. of it. It's like already, already COVID free. Um, what's your feeling on Bennett? Like, I feel like some people really like him. I feel like there's obviously the Harvard thing that was played for last this yeah. week. Before the episode, what was your feeling on Bennett? You know what I feel like about Bennett? I think Bennett is essentially like... John Paul Jones's older brother. That's the vibe that I get. He has like a very JPJ energy to him. Just like instead of surfer bro, you know, maybe JPJ went out to, I'm now blanking on any sort of California college, but he went to <laughs> Pomona. whatever. Um, Occidental. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There, there you go. He's the one who went over there. And then, you know, good old Bennett over here went to Harvard. And that's just like East Coast version of JPJ and just like the way he uh, handles himself. So he has like this weird energy that's hard to read. And I will say, I think I'm more pro Bennett, especially as the season progresses. But this episode definitely was like a. It's like, I don't know like how to read you. you know? I know. It's, he definitely is a character. There's a real Bennett tension, I feel like. First of all, I just want to say I remain pro-Bennett. This week, a little bit less so, but in general, I'm pro-Bennett. 
As for the JPJ yeah. comparison, I see it. They both have like a square jaw, white guys, kind of tall. But Bennett just seems like so much more fun. Would you ever want to hang out with JPJ? No, you're right. You're very right. No, I will not. And, no. and you know, granted, I do also have like a Derek bias. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like friends with Derek, so oh. I, I feel like JPJ was like enemy number one in my book. But that aside, I also do agree where Bennett just seems. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he seems smart. Maybe not on this week. You know, this week's date. Yeah, and, bad and, at math. Yeah. Well, I just think JPJ. I never really got it. I mean, I guess Imitation. Like they had something. I I don't know. But like JPJ is like good for laughs on Bachelor in Paradise, and like I guess for saying his name over and over again on The Bachelorette. But like I would never want to hang out with JPJ. I will say I did email yeah. him asking to interview him, and he was like, "Thank you for your email. I will not be participating in interviews at this time. Thank you very much, John Jones." He didn't even write John Paul Jones. And he's trying to shift brand a bit. He responded quickly. Um, I, will say, I don't know if I, I don't, I also, I do like Bennett, but he's one of those people that I like him from afar. I mm-hmm. don't know if I would be able to vibe with him in person. I feel like one, I would be very intimidated because he's a very good looking man. Very handsome. He's a very Superman-ish kind of yes. energy to him. A real Clark um, and yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Who would, I, I don't know. I think I would be intimidated in his presence a bit, but I do like his uh, unpredictability from afar. I'd like to meet Bennett. Bennett and Tyler Cameron were having dinner together. I will say they were having dinner inside no masks. I know that's legal and allowed. I just don't know that I'd be comfortable hanging out with them after that. However, I noted that they were having yeah, dinner together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. you know, everyone has a different level of COVID comfort and that's fine. Yeah. I'm not judging my COVID comfort is I would not like to hang out with them after their meal <laughs> indoors, no masks. That said, I was jealous, jealous that they were hanging out together. <laughs> well, I think too, like, I don't even necessarily have, it's, it's like the act itself, you know, like people, there are different precautions in different states. Although I think we're we're now getting more and more as the November and December progress and after the holidays and all that, um, you know, but like that, them getting dinner together, whatever, but it's more the fact that they've both been clearly like kind of jet setting a bit. And then it's like, Oh, let's get dinner with this person. And that's, that's the part where I'd be like, all right. You know, I don't really know again how often you do this. Just about your own personal comfort. I'm not trying to judge. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just, I wouldn't feel comfortable. seems like being indoors without masks is a major way of spreading yeah. COVID. So yeah, <laughs> it's a anyway. wild time to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Anyway, Bennett. So Bennett, the, so the grown man challenge, Jared and Ashley were there. Both looked fantastic. Just thriving in COVID. I thought that like it's like the best yeah. I've seen either of them looking in quite some time. Yeah. I mean, I know that Jared had the long hair thing going anyway, but now I feel like I'm noticing it more with like, because now I think I'm trying to emulate it a little bit. I mean, this is a <laughs> podcast, so you can't do what I'm trying to do, but for the listeners, I, I have You're grown out my hair a little bit. I'm trying to go for a little bit for the Jared. So I feel like I'm honestly more going for the Jason Tardic. Oh, but sure. you know, the Jared is like an intermediate step to get there. But yeah, no, I was I was uh I, I noticed the same thing. So love, yeah, love good the on Jason him. Tardic. And like Jared and Ashley a lot too. I was happy to see them. Good first Bachelor Nation guests. And they explained yeah. this is a really classic bachelor. Uh, date or bachelor a really more bachelorette date where it's like a series of competitions to like see if if you would be a good husband and father or whatever and then it was very classically bachelorette they've done stuff like this before like they did the um they did something similar i think on like 
basically every season I can remember, Rachel's season, Becca's season, Hannah's season. And then they introduce a MTV challenge aspect of it with like really basic spelling and math, which is honestly always yeah. great on reality shows. Can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it gave us the opportunity to make fun of Bennett because he messed up spelling the word <laughs> limousine and he couldn't do like the math problem solving, which like I just want to, just want to say was a little hard. If they're just like <laughs> saying it quickly, like it's obviously all the other guys got it. So it wasn't that hard, but I kind yeah. of get it. Like he like tuned it out for a second or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I think if I were in that date, even though I feel very capable uh, watching at home of all of those challenges, I think in the moment I would get in my own head and write something real dumb. So I, I do empathize with it. Also, listen, maybe we can with the, the time, question maybe he was just like being gentlemanly and he wanted to give like <laughs> 10 extra minutes you know maybe that was it you know benefit of the doubt he seems like a gentleman that would do that so clearly that was it it's true he was just trying to be courteous and and uh yeah. sh- chivalrous everyone was like really talking a big game about bennett's like smart because he went to harvard and i also just like i just wanted to i want to say two things about harvard one the people i know who went there i like a lot so that's number one Number two, Harvard's <laughs> been disgraced in many ways. So like, what's the big deal? It's kind of like what Joe Kim knows about Cleveland. What's the big deal about Harvard? There's been plenty of ways in which it's been disgraced. And like, I think we can stop venerating it so much, people, you know? Just like very traditional Yeah, well, that's thinking. like why you have to be like very careful about revealing that you went to Harvard because you're just gonna... It, it's a high bar. Listen, you're, you're yeah. setting yourself up for failure. Unless you really feel like you can match it consistently, you're setting yourself up to fail. Because as true. soon as you slip, it's like, oh, oh, sorry, Mr. Harvard. Guess you don't know everything. I felt that Ivan and Dr. Joe were being really underestimated in, in this competition. Yeah. Ivan is an aeronautical engineer, which is like really impressive yeah. and have to be yeah. good at math. Yeah. And Dr. Joe is a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Like why, why aren't people talking up these guys? Not only are they being slept on in this challenge, but just like in general, I in mean, general. I, I do feel like we find, you know, and we'll, we'll get there, you know, later on in the episode, but I, I did love not so much Ivan, but I feel like this was really like Joe's yeah. episode where we finally got to see him shine a little bit more. Leads me to believe he's getting sent home next week, but that's okay. I was really glad to get Dr. Joe. While listen, listen, all he needs is enough time to have an audition for Paradise. That's all we need. And then we're good. I have two things about Dr. Joe, just a, a brief aside. We will get to him more later. But first of all, is it better to have a thriving career as an anesthesiologist or go to Paradise? <laughs> and second of all, how does a doctor take off a month or whatever it is in the middle of a pandemic? Um, well, I mean, the pandemic question. Wait, what kind of doctor is he? He's an anesthesiologist. That's an all the Anesth- time doctor. Okay. And also, I think anesthesiologists were particularly necessary to administer yeah. like <laughs> ventilators and stuff. Yeah. Wait, so does he have his own practice? Do we know that level? I believe he works at a hospital here in New York City. He was in 2018 voted like best re- chief, like not chief resident, but like best resident or something like that. So man. he's like, he's do, like a talented man and he's on the bachelorette yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Just asking questions here. Yeah, no, no, no. You listen, I feel like you bring up valid concerns and I feel like it's going to be a little tougher to get the paradise time off, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> I do get the, you know, the why not both attitude of like, hey, if I can swing both, you know, he probably has like enough money. He doesn't even need to worry about that anymore. So it's just like for funsies, but yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, I wouldn't hate it. So I hope that the world will make it happen. I do like him. I also just want to say thank you to all of the doctors, healthcare workers, and essential workers who are working really hard. And on the flip side, perhaps Joe needed a break after a very, very arduous few months at work. I don't, I'm just asking True. questions. I'm not judging True. at all. Anyway, back to this date. So Bennett messes up. He, he seems like he's at the bottom of the barrel. And of course, then they get to like making breakfast in bed. Like the final part of the challenge is to make breakfast in bed for Tasha. Super weird. Like, like it just didn't really like, <laughs> go together, but okay. And Bennett yeah. somehow gets his hands on a robe, takes his shirt off, puts the robe on. Instead of like bringing food to Tasha, he um, just gets in bed with her. And it's like a very like cozy, tender time in front of 10 yeah. people. And uh, he seals the deal that, I think he kissed her in front of all the guys as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, listen, the, the man's can rock a robe. I will say, you know, we can analyze, we can analyze whether it was the, you know, the quote unquote right move, whether it was like too much, but like, listen, he pulled it off. So, you know, more. I liked it. That's how you make moves on the bachelorette. I I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Bennett apologist, but I liked it. Like, you know, you gotta, (laughs) You got to make a name for yourself. And if it's not through spelling limousine correctly, I don't know. What else is he yeah. supposed to do? Also, like, there's just a, a fun way to do that. And then there's the chasing way to do that, which is like, just take a shirt off and say, like, you can have me for breakfast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then it's just like a big sigh. And you're like, oh, God. Like, you know what's I, again, again, we'll just like a, a short, a brief aside, and then we'll get into it later. But, you know, chasing, I had like, I think it's because there were people um, like Sarah Coffin from like the last season who I guess know him. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I kind of like trusted her take on Jason. He's like, Oh, he's like the best guy, you know, whatever. And I was like, man, this is not like what I was expecting out of Jason. So maybe we're going to write that ship eventually, but yeah, like the whole, uh, take the shirt off move in this day. And then, you know, what we'll get into later. I'm like, Jason, what are you doing? I'm like, come super, on, come on, buddy. Super weird. Yeah. Just a few more. Well, we do need to talk yeah. about that. Just a few final things about this grown man challenge. My main takeaways were justice for Ivan. I just feel like he's being overlooked in the Hell smarts yeah. and in the fight. He just is like still my favorite. I, I'm just yeah. Ivan's, my, yeah, Ivan's Ivan. my favorite too. Good, good taste, great. Julia. Good taste. Thank you, Brett. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and this has been controversial. She says to Ben during the cocktail party this date, "How and why are you single?" This is a question she's asked before. <laughs> it's a variation on the question she's asked before. Yeah. Brett, is this an acceptable question to ask either in real life or on the bachelorette or both? Uh, it's very funny as someone who is currently dating, uh, you know, I've gotten this question before too. And no one, I just don't really see like when people ask that question, what like they're looking for the answer to be, you know? And like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, I'm single because I'm a psychopath. So you probably should steer. It's like, what are people thinking they're going to get out of that question beyond like just bullshit galore? I mean, I guess you might be able to be like, oh, you know, I was so focused on work. And then I finally decided I wanted to make time for meeting the person I was going to fall in love. You know, that's, it's just, you're just, you're, you're teeing them up to give you that answer. Yeah. Invites cliches. It's a good point. Also, like, do you want someone to psychoanalyze themselves for you on like your second date? I don't think so. You know what I will say? I do think there's something when you say psychoanalyze themselves, maybe it's like kind of how when you're 
interviewing for a job, they sometimes ask you questions that are just like real batshit and have no correlation to what the actual role is just to see like how you react under pressure. It's like, are you capable of uh, self-analysis and introspection, you know, and, and all of that versus like, do you just like falter entirely? I did like the how and why. How which is and like, why, yes. <laughs> that, that little addition, it's like, oh, really throwing them off there. I know, like, what's the difference between the answer that you would get from how and from why? And also, like, that's just a great point. <laughs> what does she want them to say? Yeah. Like, what's the normal answer? Like her, like, I'm divorced, or like Brendan, like, I'm divorced, or yeah. yeah, I don't know. What's your take on Ben? We got we got a lot of a heavy dose of Ben this week. I like Ben a lot, and I'll say, like, so Ivan's my favorite. I think Ben has been a bit of a dark horse Mm -hmm. you know like i i I haven't really seen like a ton of them but yeah i think this was the episode where i was awoken to to ben oh yeah he's like a cool guy i like him he seems just like very uh cool i think based on this episode we have to assume ben is a front runner because nothing of note happened with ben and yet we got a lot of ben ben seems to have replaced many of the other guys as the narrator we got yeah. her talking to the to the producers, just being like, there's something about that boy. And then the episode yeah. ends with a Ben cliffhanger, basically, where she's like upset that Ben didn't come to her earlier in the night. Yeah. Ben, the, the night's over. As if they could never break the rules. That was hilarious. So yeah. Yeah. I think we have to assume that Ben is one of her favorites because otherwise there's no explanation for why he was on the show so much. No, I think that makes sense for sure. But I really ben. like him a lot. So I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, I, I like him too. He seems like a nice guy. Also seems like a good match for her. I just feel like um a veteran who lives in Venice is like exactly who Tasha should be dating. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Seems Listen, I'm I'm chipping it already. <laughs> You're chipping it. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Chasen versus Ed. I was just like, my first note to myself was where did the storyline come from? I was so confused. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just felt like very random, you know, and, and also too, like, I couldn't really actually remember if we've really gotten that much from Ed. I mean, I know we have, but I kind of forget. We've Um, gotten very little Ed. Yeah. And like, I, I, it was like, I was just so annoyed with Ed, even though I feel like he's probably a nice guy. I was just like annoyed with him because it was, it it was, it did kind of seem like he was his criticisms of Chasen didn't really make a lot of sense to me in the no. beginning, but then how Chasen reacted to those criticisms is like, well, that doesn't look good either, dude. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but like one of the lines was, Oh, you, you use the same adjectives to describe Tasha as Claire. It's like, all of you do. I know. All, it's like, what, what is this? Like, we're going to, you know, sorry, you don't have your phones and you can't like go on and look at up synonyms for like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, right. You know, it's like, you're all saying the same version of like, beautiful kind smart like get the out of here sir Um, and then chasen does like a big reveal to the camera i died this was so funny his big reveal was like (laughs) i've got a new he's like i have a new term (laughs) or i got i got a new way of putting it Tasha's a smoke show and he was so (laughs) proud of himself and he says smoke show so many times after that (laughs) is smoke show acceptable they were like you're such a child she doesn't want to be called a smoke show I don't think that's so, like an insult. So I've thought about this a lot now. Uh, well, also too, I very much agree with how funny the presentation was because it, it, <laughs> it was almost so bu- proud. it was almost like building up. It was it, it almost was like the same exact 
tone of voice that someone would announce that they've decided to go home where it's yeah. like, guys, I just want to get everyone together. I've really done a lot of thinking and Tasha is a smoke show. That was the exact <laughs> delivery. And um, no, so here's my, my take on smoke show is uh, context is everything, right? Okay. You know, so smoke show, if you're walking down the street and see a woman you don't know, call her a smoke show, not cool, not cool at all. Uh, if it's someone that you're describing, say like I'm talking about, you know, some person that I have a crush on with you. And then I'm like, oh yeah, she's like a total smoke show. That's like a little like, eh, like, I don't know. It's, it just feels <laughs> like a little weird, but I think it's a cute term for someone you're dating. And I know right. that we're in like loose terminology there with, with this. <laughs> so like, are you saying Chasen and Tasha are dating? Uh, in this context? Yes. I mean, they're okay. all dating Chase. You know, so like that's sure. they they have this like degree of mutually uh you know reciprocated pursuit, right? So I think <laughs> in that lens it's like this cute thing. But I will also put an asterisk on that. I like how I have like a dissertation on this. I, I know I appreciate it. This is what I was looking for. <laughs> I'll put an asterisk on that. You know what I will I will do a callback to mm-hmm. big ass eyes, where oh. I think if you say it once, I think if you say it once and it's like I think it's really effective because it's really out there. It's not just beautiful. It's not cute, you know? So if you just kind of say it off the cuff where it's like, oh yeah, she, you're a total smoke show. Then it's like disarming <laughs> and I think charming in that way. But if you are like Chasen and say it multiple times throughout the night, week, whatever he wants to end up doing with this word, and then it starts, there's, there's, the, there's sure. a curve where you use it once, returns. really effective. Yeah. Diminishing returns on smoke show. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my my full thesis. Here's where I net it out. I think smoke show is something that you can say to Tasia when you're alone together to like, you know, like just calling yeah. her. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to use it in context. Not something that I've said really to someone's face, but I feel like for Chasen, he could say it to Tasha and be like like jokingly, like, why you look like a smoke show tonight? saying it about her repeatedly to a producer into the yeah. camera, not what you want. Just not what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it starts getting like really broy really quick. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't yeah. know if I like that. And it's funny you say that because Chasen just really reminded me of someone who would have been friends with Stephen Coletti on Laguna beach. Like back in the day, mm-hmm. he could have just been down talking about Kristen on the beach after surfing after school. Did you watch Laguna beach? I didn't. No, I know I missed out. Oh my out. god! I know, I know. I know vague, vague references. But did you watch so the I can hills? Slightly keep up. Then. I didn't. No, I got to this late. You know, oh Bachelor was my first uh, major reality franchise that I jumped into. You know, what you should beyond. Do is- I watched um, Girls Next Door when I was in high school because nice. we got <laughs> um, we got. For some reason, my dad we had like three, five, and nine, but then something was weird with our cable and we also got e so like oh the God. soup girls next door e true hollywood story you know like that that whole thing that was that's my funny. jam i have a recommendation for you i know that you don't want to go full bravo but you should watch the real housewives of salt lake city just started one episode in first season of the, Ooh, of the franchise. okay I, I like that it's all right it's i crazy. see that's the kind of shit that i'm it's after. crazy like if i can get it on the on the ground floor that's mm-hmm. that's where i i'm in it's going to be all the rage because it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. So, so you should get involved. <laughs> Say it. All right. I'm on it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other 
Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. So Jason, why else do, are they mad at him? They're saying he's fake. Like they're saying he wants to be an actor. Honestly, the way that Ed started talking about him, I was like, you're making it sound like he's a crisis actor or something. Like, I'm just like, what yeah. are you talking about? But there were some really good quotes, like just some ones that I've written down. Jason trying to explain that, yes, he had feelings for Claire, but he's moved on to Tasha. He has kept saying... I have pivoted. He's like, I pivot. It was a pivot. I have pivoted. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing is like this whole interaction was like, in the very beginning, I was in Jason's corner because I thought the accusation, I also like how they were phrasing it, the accusations at yeah. first. I was like, you know, especially in this day and age with other contestants that have had other accusations, it's like the word accusations for him potentially wanting more followers on Instagram feels a bit like a reach. Um, but, you know, I think for me, I didn't really see him as someone who was like all in it for the followers. He just kind of doesn't either. seem, yeah, he doesn't seem like conniving enough for that. Like he just seems like, and I mean this lovingly, like simple, you know, he seems like a simple dude. <laughs> simple man, just looking for a good summer fling. Yeah, I don't think he's like out here trying to like really game this bachelor world system. Um, but I also think that he can get, you know, unfortunately, due to said, you know, simpleness, uh, outmaneuvered. And I yeah. think we were seeing well, that. <laughs> well, what did we learn about Ed that might have led to his outmaneuvering? Ed, he got a perfect score on his math SAT. That's right. I was like, well, I was trying to, is it ACT, SAT? SAT. I got like all thrown off by it. That's right. Okay. So, Which is pretty, I, pretty, you know, sure, impressive. It's, sure. It's impressive. That's completely besides the point. Ed is 36 <laughs> years old. Ed yeah. has a career. He presumably took the SATs over half his life ago. Dude, do not tell your castmates your SAT score. It's so embarrassing. There's no reason to reference your SAT score after you've gotten into college. Then it's lost its, its value. It's over. Oh, yeah. You know, you moved on. Like, I don't. Like, I don't even remember mine. Like, not even, like, a, a range, you know? It's like, I knew it was good. It was, like, not <laughs> perfect, like, like, head over here. But, you know, it was fine. It got me into, like, a fine college. But, you know, if, if, I couldn't even tell you, like, within 100, you know, what it was, or 200. I just, I, like, forgot the scale entirely. It's, and, you know, it's it's really it has, like, rough. the energy of, it has the energy of someone 
who was like the quarterback in yes. on their high school football team. Yes. And 10 years later, they're still talking about the glory days of high school. It's like Jerry O'Connell and can't hardly wait. Yes. It's yeah, like, exactly. it's not a good, it's not a good look. <laughs> it is really not. I, I have to say, I did find him carrying around the, the baby doll that he was given by being the loser of the grown man challenge. Pretty funny. He named the baby Carlos. And I did like <laughs> that. He was holding it for all his yeah. ITMs. I thought that was funny. It was like a cheap bit, but it worked for me. Although he never held him by the head ever, <laughs> never held him properly. That maybe is not in a good way. Oh my God. I know. And then Ed, Ed just really like Chasen, they tried to turn into the villain. I didn't like Chasen, didn't make any sense, but Ed was just like, he was really the villainous one. First of all, he insulted, yeah. um, Chasen by saying it's a Zac Efron movie. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like such like this, like this uh, conniving plot that you would want to just set up something just out of like a Zac Efron movie. Like it's it the worst thing that you could do. Was he trying to say he looked like Zac Efron or like was like pretty? I like think, Zac no, Efron? I think he was. I think he was literally just referencing the movie, which was so like weird. all right, it's uh, interesting. Also, you know, it was. I mean, you know, we're going into chasing it a lot, but it was funny because they were clearly in the beginning of this teeing up Bennett to be the yeah. villain of this episode. Not even and just this episode, but like, you know, and then all of a sudden they just like pivoted, you know, to use Chasen's word. And all I of a pivoted. sudden it was like, oh, I guess Bennett's fine now. <laughs> I know it's true. Bennett, they really want him to be like a dick. They just want him to be like the American psycho vibes, but he's actually like pretty fun. Like he just seems like he's good to have around. She clearly finds him fun. I find him fun. Yeah. Tyler finds him fun. But yeah, so they've had to go with this Ed versus Chasen deal. And then Ed also yelled at him at one point, stop jibber jabbering, which of course reminded me <laughs> of Biden to Trump in the first debate. Um, so yeah. also just, like the, the jibber jabber thing, that's such like a weird word to say in a fight. Like I would never, if I was in an argument, I would just be like, you know, I'm so sick of your jibber jabber. It's just, it's so, it's so odd. I know. It's just such it, a weird choice. It was just really just so strange. And I mean, Ed is a lock for paradise of of anyone in this cast. I think Ed is a lock by giving him the baby by like giving him a lot of these like one liners in a fight. Like this man will have a second life in down Mexico way. I could see Ed being like the therapist of paradise, not like a therapist of paradise, but like I can see him not actually vibing with anybody. And he's just one of those people who stays a long time who kind of finds someone to give mutual roses out to the entire time. But he's mainly just like, uh, supporting his boys at Um, paradise. One reason I think he'll like paradise is I went back and I looked at his bio on the website and one of his bullet points was (laughs) he loves all inclusive resorts. So he's going to love Sayulita. Oh, hell yeah. There it is. <laughs> I'm really excited for him. I also like, I like love hate Ed. Like, I don't want to spend time with him. I don't really like him, but I'm just sort of like, he was some good entertainment this week, more so than Chasen. He also, like, at one point they were fighting and like Tasha's coming by and he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, he just is like trying to play it cool in front <laughs> oh, of her. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this ship has sailed. Yeah. Good luck. Well, also, man. you know what I, I, I like about him too is, uh, especially with that point you brought out, was as soon as Tasha was coming out, he's like trying to like cut it. Um, but there were multiple points in Chasen and Ed's interactions where Chasen clearly was like trying to bury the hatchet and just like, okay, like let's just like, move on. And it was like, no, I don't want to move on. I want to continue to be a dickhead to you. Yeah. Also, Chasen saying that Ed had chicken legs, that's an insult. Yeah. 
that's like just doesn't mean anything. It's not even really an insult. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, no, right. Like there's there's no one beyond maybe two people in that circle of guys that thought it was like, oh, oh, that was a real, <laughs> real uh, scorcher. It was just super duper weird. Oh God. Anyway, that ultimately gave way to the wrestling date, which was the second group date of the evening. I mean, in between there, there was the the rose ceremony, which was just like such a nothing. Like I was just like, okay, yeah. farewell to these yeah. three guys, one of whom um <laughs> was not on the show, two of whom were not on the show, like at all, I believe. Mattel mm-hmm. and the yeah. other uh, yeah. guy who came in last week. I was like, okay, farewell. Um Poor and then the wrestling date. You know what I do you know what I do wonder is like so we didn't really get as much of Spencer this episode. Mm-hmm. We got him a little yeah. bit. He had like, you know, 30 seconds. But you have like, I hope that's, I don't know why I'm, I'm hoping for the best for Spencer over here, but I hope that Spencer has found other friends in the house because I know Me his too. initial reception was not the warmest. And now his limousine buddies are leaving him. So he's just going to be a loner now. So <laughs> I know. We'll see. There's Noah still. So he'll have Noah, yeah, baby Noah, who everyone, I just have to say, no one has ever increased how they, their like looks more than Noah getting rid of his mustache. Like it's, it's honestly shocking. Um, it was like pretty, you know what it, this is a callback to actually one of the only reality shows that I watched when I was a kid was uh, beauty and the geek. Did you ever mm, watch that? Yeah. I, I didn't watch it, but I know about it. Okay, so there's a so for anybody who's who's listening who watched that, there's a specific date that they had where all these guys just got makeovers, mm. and this one guy literally just got like a haircut, and they put a suit jacket on him, and he went from it was like a striking difference, and you know it was a whole arc on on that season, but he literally went from you know, and I hate like putting numbers on people, but for guys it's not as bad. Uh, <laughs> we went from like a three to like an eight. You know, just like immediately, just like with sing- a singular haircut. That's all it took. Well, and it true. reminded me of that moment. True for Noah as well. We're going to talk more about him for the wrestling date, but just for posterity's yeah. sake, the three guys who went home, Jay, Montel, and then this other guy who's, his his name is Peter. He was one of the new guys. Him and Peter, Peter Montel came in last week. I like don't think I could pick Peter out of a lineup. Like there was nothing. Yeah. He didn't speak. He was so generic. I just not, just got nothing from him. So Peter, farewell. I just I feel sorry for him. He's like came in for ten seconds and then left. Okay. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Next, the wrestling date. My first question for you. I'm glad you brought up the. It's not as bad for men. I think the Bachelor producers agree on many accounts. Do you find <laughs> this wrestling date where like she puts the oil all over them, they're shirtless? Like where where does that compare to the dodgeball date for you in terms of like gratuitousness and inappropriateness? Yeah. I think the I think the dodgeball date was like overstepping. I mean, you know, yeah. none of these dates are my favorite. I'll say, like, I, yeah. I just think they're not really unique. And I think, uh, you know, I would I would challenge the producers to, to find watch. like dates that they haven't really. Yeah, I'm just kind of like with this one, I'm not like offended by it, but it also like just doesn't do anything for me. Like there are certain dates where I just really like them. And with this, I'm like, oh, you know, um, with the dodgeball date, cause I, I definitely was, you know, I would remove Claire from this because I think people were being too hard on Claire in particular. And I was talking with a friend about this too. And I think it's because of like how they've had to operate. And I think they've switched their tactics a little bit more with Tasha, but 
you know, because they don't have as many of these outside people, like these like celebrity guests, they're starting to get like, you know, wells just because they kind of figure their stuff out as the season progressed. But at the very beginning, it was like Claire's, you know, like Claire's yeah. hosting this thing, Claire's hosting this. So because of that, you know, there was like this faux ownership that she had mm-hmm. to take over the dodgeball bait, like it was her idea. And how dare she in particular make these guys like do this? I think where the dodgeball bait went too far was like them stripping down completely, yeah. you know, compare, you know, because I think a lot of these guys want to be like taking their shirts off and, you know, like, you know, yeah, like, like they're all like jack out of their damn minds, you know, yeah. so I don't, I don't think it's really all of that. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of like what we sign up for with shows like this. But I think, with the dodgeball thing, it was just like, you could clearly see that people were uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Brendan. He was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Shout out to him, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Love. And, Listen, um, this is a Brendan fan podcast. Love Brendan here. Yeah. I'm a fan of him too. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't think like my, my fandom is quite as high as just like I've seen on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram of people just like being gaga to, you know, the, the heavens with him, but you know, he's yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's, you know what I think about him? He's got like a different aura to him than a lot of the other guys in Bachelor Nation, right? He seems regular in a good way. He just seems like a guy. Yeah, yeah. I said this to a friend. He reminded me of like Rick Moranis as like a hot guy on The Bachelor. You know that actor from Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He kind of reminds me of him. Um, I can see that. (laughs) And he just like, he has like a humility about him that's not fake. Like, a lot of these guys mm-hmm. fake humility, but I don't know. He just seems genuine. And um, how old is Brendan again? I'm forgetting. I think he's 30. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, w- I actually almost thought he was going to be a little bit older, but I think that is a benefit of having yeah. uh, people who are in their 30s. You know, I mean, totally. you get a little bit more like this. They figure themselves out and they, they don't like seem as much of a carbon copy of each other because they're a little bit more fleshed out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So my thing about this date versus a dodgeball date is like, first of all, there wasn't like one uniform. Like if you just looked like the guys were wearing various different trunks, which I think probably allowed for like a personal level of comfort, which like maybe is small, but I do think makes a big difference, right? Like if you're wearing something you're comfortable in, you don't feel as like exploited or exposed or whatever it is. So I think that makes a really big difference. Plus there was no like walk of shame afterwards. And yeah. I thought the oil thing was like, just kind of gross. And like, Tasha's like, this is every girl's dream. And like, as, as a, a woman, I can say it's not, not my dream. Not so I question that, but like, yeah. I think there's just also like a level of kind of like oily wrestling is like weirdly like in the zeitgeist and for better or for worse, yeah. I'm not trying to like excuse it, but it's like a concept that, we are all kind of like familiar with, like I thought of old school with the lube yeah. wrestling, yeah. KY jelly, um, great movie. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that like, there's a frame of reference for that kind of thing, which doesn't necessarily make it better. It's still like pretty grotesque. It's just like, this yeah. is stupid. Just have them wrestle. I think like, it's like within like the, like all of these dates, like there's going to be a certain margin of error in yeah. a way, you know, yes. that like you, yeah. that's a great point. And I think this is within that. Right. And then yes. the whole dodgeball date that was just like, no, like you're, you're this doing too, too much here. Yeah. And also it was just like really amplified by Blake remaining naked, like for the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. what is yeah. that? <laughs> anyway, I was just like, eh, I don't love this, but it's definitely not as bad. So anyway, and then yeah. ultimately it was a good date because it gave us a lot of Joe and f- he really got to shine and that was great. And I, I just feel like 
it, it was very much needed. Like we all, I feel like people were like clamoring for Joe because he is like a, a legit doctor. And we're like, can't we hear from this guy? And we, we finally did. And I was so excited. Yeah. No, I, you know, I feel like if I were on this show, I would react the exact way that Joe did to this date and just like his commentary on it, where it's like, you know, listen, like you're a great guy and you know, like all oh, I wish you the best of luck. And and when he was saying like he was nervous going into it, it's like, yeah, that would that would hundred percent be me. All these dates, like, you know, regardless of the um conversation around whatever being like gratuitous and like kind of analyzing that back and forth. I more don't like the dates where like people can like people can get like really damn hurt, hurt. on like a date like that. Yes, there was injuries again. And, and you know it's it's one thing where it's like there's like little injuries where it's like someone gets cut or whatever. But as someone who I, I wrestled for one singular year <laughs> in middle school, uh so I'm an expert clearly, but I tore my meniscus wrestling and all it takes is someone who doesn't know what they're doing to like grab your leg tweak it in a weird way so you know we'll get into um you know the jason thing again but i was on ed's side with this you know where like he bowed out and again you know let's talk about that that let's talk about that weird editing with this ed situation so they built it up like it was being a big jason versus ed brawl and then ed says he couldn't do it because he has chronically dislocating shoulders no doctor here. I'm no Dr. Joe. I believe that to yeah. be a thing. It does seem like if yeah. you are an athlete of any kind, like your joints like are, you know, subject to injury. And so I, I like believe that. I also just feel like Ed seemed, it, it seemed like Ed had told a producer about this, like probably at the beginning of the date. And then they were like, yeah. okay, go tell Chris Harrison when we can, when we can yeah. shoot it. Yeah, and no, then, I'm like, sure. yeah, no, I can, I can easily see that. They made it otherwise just like, why did this guy wait till the end of the date to be like, oh, sorry, I'm not doing it. That just makes him look worse. They made it seem like he was afraid. Yeah. It's like, let me, let me not go to like a producer or someone who's like actually organizing this date. Let's go to Chris Harrison like five seconds before I'm supposed to get on the mat. Well, plus two, like, I don't know the weight to these guys, but like, you know, Ed and Jason, I mean, they already had like their, their interaction where. You know, like Chase is a bigger dude than Ed. Yeah. Like that would they would not be in the same. I don't think they would be in the same weight class in, in wrestling. You know, it's like I can see why he didn't want to get in this ring with someone who clearly had it out for him and was saying stuff like, like that was another thing with Chase and what the hell? Like he was out here saying like, oh, he's not going to wake up tomorrow. Like what is wrong with you, sir? I like know. that's not that was like super weird. You know, it was like yeah, he was injected yeah. with steroids. Also. One thing we skipped over was he was like, they're Batman. It's fine. I'm Superman. No, actually, I'm Wolverine. And then he like runs away with the Wolverine metaphor because just didn't make any sense. As you said, poor Jason. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah, just like a lot lot of injuries, a lot of just guys going at it. It was hard to tell if there was like a competition aspect of this or not, uh, but whatever. It ultimately culminated with Noah jumping into the ring. And one thing I found really funny throughout this date is they couldn't really tell if it was like a wrestling date or like a fighting date or a boxing date because they had the guys in boxing in in like boxing robes. They had a wrestler and a UFC fighter at the top to like introduce it. And I just like, I was like, no one really knows what's going on. And then Noah jumps in like he's like in the fucking octagon from UFC. (laughs) It's like, what sport are we emulating here? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like a it's like a very off-brand mixed martial arts situation. Yeah. Where it's like just come with your own fighting style, you know. If you uh, know like some uh, karate, then have at it. You know, just go for it. Yeah. Any type of fighting, I guess. Yeah, and then uh, Noah storms in, 
and he does not win, but then he gets to be a part also, of the storms in party with pants, pants. with pants, with <laughs> jeans, with jeans. Like I'm, you know, I feel like though uh, I know he didn't actually win, but I feel like the decision should have gone his way because of the jeans. Because I like, you know, I don't even like. Uh, I mean, even if I've like jogged in jeans, you know, if I'm like trying to catch a door that somebody's holding for me, it's not a pleasant experience just doing activities in jeans. So wrestling, I don't know how those jeans didn't split because like when people are getting <laughs> taken down and like they're sprawling out so that they don't get grabbed or whatever. How did those jeans not split? Those are some high quality jeans, apparently. It's a great question. I, I don't know the answer. Yeah. I just was yeah. like, no, it was like, I haven't been on the show yet. So here's my chance. That, I just feel like that's what he was thinking. And then Bennett yeah. reveals that he had been there. He's like, he's been here, what, 10 days? So that was a really helpful, like, timeline point. Thank you, Bennett. Mm, that's pretty yeah, long, yeah. 10 days, and, and there's nothing else to show from you being on, on this program. That's a bad sign for you, Noah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I actually didn't even catch that, but man, that's wild that they've been there that long i know i, know. I mean 10 days doesn't sound like a lot in the grand scheme of, things, time, scheme of things yeah in this context it's like wow that's yeah. like a you know you're gonna get ready to get married at this point i was just like okay welcome welcome to the party noah and then he gets invited to the cocktail party and the guys are so mad and he also gets the rose for this date which doesn't really make any sense um it's yeah whatever it's like sure tasha i guess i just that seems yeah. like a producer thing but um I have no interest in like this being mad at Noah. Like, I'm just like, okay, who cares about this guy? I think a theme for this season is there's two themes, right? One is putting the ass suffix on like literally everything now where mm-hmm. there's just like, everything's like grown ass man, big ass eyes. Like everything's just like something ass. So that's one theme. Second theme is these guys being mad at the other guys for like reasons that don't really make a lot of sense. Cause you know, and I know that they all want to just have drama for the sake of it. You're going to have these situations just born out of nothing, but you know, like them being mad at Noah for jumping the fence when like, it, it wasn't like he just did it on his own. You know, it was like called out. Like everybody had the opportunity yeah. to enter. And it's like, he got to it before. So like, well, what do you want? And then, you know, if you fight, I don't know. I think you, you know, if he had just like fought and, you know, maybe cut his knee or something like that. And then he's not even allowed to participate in the rest of the evening. That would be pretty shitty. I know. So I think that was the right thing to do. But yeah, like there's just like this running theme, like when they were mad at the new guys, when they first showed up last week, I'm like, why are you mad about this? This is like, there are other reasons to critique other people. This does not feel like one of them. In no way was this their fault. They didn't plan this. Like they're just going along with it. So don't be mad at them. Be mad at your producers, dude. They don't make any sense. Yeah, right, right. And again, it's like the the mad at Chasen thing for like, how dare you use the same words to describe Tasha as you would Claire? How could you do this? It's just uh, it's just interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> choice to be mad at. Do you think this is a good season so far? Overall, I think it's getting there. I think um, you know. I don't even fault Claire as much as a lot of people did because I think that was just like a really weird situation yeah. across the board. It was good TV. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just, there's another theme of whiplash, like all over Mm -hmm. the place. But I do think that, I I just like, I'm really liking watching Tasha now because I think she's really engaged with the people she's, 
she's with. And she, I think she's giving a proper effort to get to talk to everybody. And I do really like the conversation she has with people. And I think she um, articulates her concerns and points well. I don't think she gets that pulled into like drama yet. Um, yeah. And when she does, I think she keeps it pretty short. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's shaping up to be a better season. I think she's interested in like a lot of the right guys too. Like one other guy we just didn't talk yeah. about is Zach, who like comes in to squash things among yeah. Jason and Ed. And Zach seems like a pretty good guy, where he's just like talking about yeah. like ready, actually ready to be married. This is actually kind of a, another like poignant moment. I think that Tasha like kind of is like getting the best out of these guys because when she and he was saying like he's like ready to think about settling down and having kids. And she's like, Oh, because everyone else is saying it. And he's like, no, because it feels right. That was true or true or false. I don't, I don't yeah. know. That was like kind of sweet. I, he seems like a good guy, good guy too. So like, she seems interested in Brendan, Ben and Zach. And I think she just like liked that Noah put out the effort. That's why he got the rose. Like, it seems like there's a mix of like Tasha going along with like what's best for the show. And also like what she's yeah. actually interested in. I'm putting my money on Ben though. Tonight was such a a weird Ben edit. I was thinking the same too, as far as, you know, I'm kind of actually forgetting how many guys we have left now, but I think. Started with 20. I think we're down to 17. Okay. Cause like the guys that we've seen a lot from at least like this past episode, you know, we saw a lot of Ben. uh, We saw more of Zach at the very end. You know, we saw a little bit of Ivan, you know, like, I, I like all of them, right? Yeah, you know, and, and I think it's a with a lot of the leads in the past, I mean, look at like Peter, look at Hannah, like they all kept people around that everybody hated, you know, whether yeah. it's like the Victoria Fullers or like the Luke, Pe- uh, the Lu- Luke Pell. Um, what the hell is his last name? Luke's- Luke P, Luke Parker, Luke Parker. Oh, geez, that's what it is. Okay, too many Lukes. Um, <laughs> you know, so like we don't have that. I don't think we have that same thing happening because there's no one here that i'm like how do you still have this person yeah. here you know i agree that's such a good point um let's do some quick hits on bachelor nation news number one rumor two rumors one kelly and peter engaged they say no i don't know okay Internet says well yes. also like they're bullshitters though so i don't trust them at all because they were trying to say like that they weren't even dating for a really long time when they were like living together it's like get out of here we all know what's happening here you're not just like pals shacking up and quarantining together. We know what's happening here. So I think they're probably engaged. I'm going to go with engaged to, as well. Yeah. I think they're saving it for like the people cover or yeah, whatever. Say pay, a paid announcement. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which like props. I, I understand that. So I think it's a capitalism choice. I agree with you. Number two, the Instagram account Demois is getting like a lot of attention this week. Um, it has a yeah. profile in the times profile on L. I think that the, that the woman who runs it like is like doing press appearances, although like still anonymously, I've got a lot of my own personal objections to Demois. However, that account has flamed rumors that Dale's cheating on Claire with other women yeah. around New York city. And that one, yeah. I don't know. I like really hope not. Like, I just feel like Claire seems yeah. really happy. So I hope that's not true. It also would be really dumb. Um, yeah. But you know, if you're not used to fame, you might not. Yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm in the same thinking where I really hope not too cuz you know as it, weird of a wild and windy road as Claire's part of of the Clacia season was um you know it was uh I don't know I think it was genuine I I really do think it was genuine and I think some of the moments they had there 
were just like very cute. So I am like rooting for them. So I hope that's not the, and also too, I really like Dale, you know, I, know. I just like, um, seems like a good yeah, guy. Uh, Let's yeah. have it not yeah, be true. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm hoping it's not, I'm, I'm kind of, unless we see something a little bit more, um, I mean, I, I do think there's there's something to be said about like where there's smoke, there's fire, which I do actually believe too. So I'm kind of going against my own uh, belief system, but I don't know. I just, I hope it's I not hope true. It's not so true. I'm going to continue to hold out hope and Me too. Um, yeah, we'll see. Me too. Like, they really seem like they form a connection. Oh, Claire, we're wishing yeah. the best for you. Yeah. And for you too, Tasha. Yeah. Brett, thank you yeah. so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. it was- no, thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back on Thursday as always, and we'll do more Bachelor then. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.